The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. I text you a question, next minute my phone rings. What is wrong with you? Nothing worse than a salad orderer who then wants in on all the chips. Sorry, what section are you in? What section am I in? Someone's trying to board this flight with a semi-trailer-sized luggage. I think you should be more concerned with that. Welcome to the Wednesday show that is late because it's being recorded late, standard me. And I have my second, what well, kind of second guest, kind of third guest, things change. My third guest, very good friend of mine, fabulous all-rounder, Phoebe Parsons. Welcome to the show. I am so very honoured to be sitting here with the well. inaugural Bunnings Ambassador. <laughs> I am, I am. starstruck. Please <laughs> sign my phone. Would you like me to put something together for you? Have you got I'd something that requires you. an Allen key, a screwdriver, um, a spanner? Um, I can't identify those I if you put them in front of me. I know you're pretty good at putting those together. Let me tell you the clothes rack. And the one I've got now, which is not from Buddings, obviously, because that one melted. Um, the one that I got now is really a 10. It's this like commercial oh. grade, could go in a shop tomorrow, bought it from a shop fitting place. It's a stunning so advancement. No, the one from Buddings fell apart completely. Uh, it's a shock relief. I spent $9 on it um, and it melted. Can Quite I just literally. tell you, I've been to Bunnings literally once in my entire life to really? buy a toilet plunger because my apartment wouldn't fix the toilet. I was also having a bad day. I, was, I took a mental health day. I'm walking through Bunnings with a toilet plunger, mm-hmm. crying. Not one wow. staff member asked me if I was okay. So okay, Bunnings, Phoebe, I will let's not put go the brakes on. <laughs> I'm not approaching a crazy woman walking through Bunnings Warehouse with no air con, a toilet plunger, and she's bawling her eyes out. They are not authorised to be I mean, engaging that conversation. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they are not equipped for that. It was They're a looking good around. <laughs> Phenomenal content. Had I have been there um, on my day as um, on my tour. I would have stopped you for sure. Do you know what I mean? I would have absolutely dealt with that immediately. But no, I'm not sure that the because for me, I, I'm not in Buddings often, just when I'm touring. But um, it, it's either <laughs> just the tour. But it's either a 12 year old or an 80 year old. Mm. I don't often get served by anyone in the middle. It's just okay. it's either end of the spectrum, They're which I love. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. They're either end, and I love it. Yeah. It's either that, or if you go to the paint department. I've never purchased paint from there, but I've been in the vicinity when paint is being purchased. They're real experts. Like they real oh they really take it I don't seriously. Like it it's too hot in there. It's like you know when you go to I hate going to nurseries because it's stifling. Oh, it's like not the, for me. It's humid. It's muggy. But you're also surrounded by really serious weekend warriors, mm-hmm. and for me, I'm just not that person. So Absolutely like when not. they're in there, they're comparing this and this and that, and then you go into like the wardrobe section, and they've got like it's like you're gonna go home and build this. Wow. Good I'd go there you. for the sausage bread, but that's probably as far as I'd go. I wouldn't. We don't even need to go, go inside, inside for that, would you? Exactly. <laughs> you just exactly. stop out the front. A dollar can and a sausage. You've donated to charity. You've become Australian again. Once Look at again, that. I mean, you're ticking all the boxes. I am health, saving the world, and an ambassador for Bunnings Warehouse. Um, I will remind everyone who's listening to continue to apply pressure to Bunnings Warehouse. Um, <laughs> I know that we've applied quite enough pressure. You should start a petition. Well, look, I haven't gone to to a petition level. What we did do, and I dropped the ball here, which is standard of me, but what we did do was there's an ad that Bunnings are promoting at the moment, which is for an appearance for some person from some TV show I've never heard of, um, like Better Homes and Gardens or something. Classic reality TV stars. <laughs> we love do that. not even get me started. <laughs> so they're, they're doing an appearance at the store, and so they're promoting this Instagram ad. Now, on the ad, there's six comments. Three of them are for me. And they're saying basically, who is this person? We'd rather see Sam Mangan appear, your national ambassador. Three of them are like, you know, 
let's go down. And like one of them is probably like, nice chat. You know, people like on And Instagram. they're probably all staff members. 100%. So um, I asked in my last episode, which I think was The Daily Show, I asked people to go and comment on that. And I said that I would share it in my private Facebook group. But then <laughs> on reflection, I didn't. Um, but also I went and tried to find the post, but I can't find it anymore because it's not – the way I found it is someone commented and tagged me right. so I could see it on my list. Yep. But now I've had too many things going on. So now it's gone on the list and then I can't, there's nowhere to navigate to an ad right. that's, that I'm not being And receiving. just to confirm, you have not actually had any correspondence with any staff Zero. from Bunnings. Well, what's funny actually is that I have, but not on this matter. So this all kicked off three weeks ago, four weeks. I don't even know how long ago it was. The whole saga like has been, been going for a lot. Well, the saga has been months because of the, the clothing racks. racks. Yep. Exactly. But prior to that, um, I was talking to them about, obviously through the agency, some work for a client. Um, and so I'm in an email with everyone in marketing at Bunnings, quite literally. How is it <laughs> so escalated like, to this then if you know everybody in the marketing team? Well, I'm like I don't know them well or anything, but I'm in an but email with them and we communicate. I would have thought they would have the name would have but registered. They're doing their job well. They would have seen your social posts. They would well, have seen everyone tagging you. But they would like, have seen their growth, oh, it's gone their now, engagement. On your Instagram, like in your stories, because I'm tagging them, you know how you have to accept it, Instagram, like yeah. if someone tags you. Yeah. They've accepted it. So I'm every time I post, it says they seen. They see it. They're saying, it says to me seen and they're leaving me unseen. It's like they're online seen. It's like, okay, now I feel like some batshit crazy fucking clinger on Tinder who's like, okay, I'll message again. I'll, I'll message again. I'll oh, message again. Do I you know it. what I mean? I had no shame in my search for the Cadbury chocolate and they were just Good for you. left me unseen, deleting messages left, right and centre. I mean, yours is I'm quite advanced though because mine, they've just completely... Zero, zero communication. With you, they opened up the door, fumbled the ball, fell over the fucking line, and then realized, holy shit, tried to cover it up with chocolate. And I'll be clear if Cadbury's listening, you can cover up any issues with me with chocolate. If you want to afford me a bar of chocolate, you're good to go. Do you know what I mean? Um, they really tried to cover it up though. We discussed it on this podcast, actually. I did hear it. Yeah, we I did. I did hear it. Thank you. It felt it's necessary. Message, yeah, absolutely. we need to get it out there. Yeah. I mean, anyone who's willing to dedicate, as I said at the time, their weekend to chocolate is my kind of people. I tried to stay off wine that weekend. So okay. So I had to busy myself some other way. Interesting. So you and look- you know, like you... You do a little bit of something and then when it gets the traction, then you become addicted and you can't stop. Absolutely. So once one other person outside of your immediate family is invested, you're like, yep, we've got to do this. Yeah, 100%. Mm. So we should um, – I always get carried away. Producer Courtney's flinging notes in my face. Um, so Phoebe – I mean, like, I don't even know how we originally first met now. I actually don't either. I was trying to think about this. <laughs> it would have been years ago. It was definitely years ago, but I don't even remember. Anyway, Phoebe has the most fabulous podcast – you need to be listening to it immediately. Um, it's called the Twenty Something Train Wreck. Do you know what's crazy? I turn thirty next Tuesday, and it's like an immediate rebrand. <laughs> <laughs> what's happened? I don't know. Because that's why my show is called the, the Sometimes Daily Show. So maybe you can just be like the used to be Twenty Something. Yeah, train. yeah the you former Twenty Something. Throw it a, <laughs> a disclaimer on the front. <laughs> it's all high brand here in my office. Let me tell you. So you have a fabulous podcast. Tell us about your podcast. What's going on? My podcast, Confessions of a Twenty Something Train Wreck. I think it's been going for about two and a half years now, which is just so crazy. It's got a huge following. It does have a huge following. It really does. It's killing it. Yeah. It's wild. I actually can't believe that people celebrate you for being an absolute mess. That's the biggest thing that blows my mind. Well, look, people love people who are real these days, you know, the authenticity these days, but also... There's such rubbish with influencers at the moment out there and it's just like everything's perfect, everything's great, everything's amazing. You know what I mean? Like there's Mm -hmm. such bullshit. We were just talking about like last night on my Instagram it was like 
the Lenovo, the Asus, the, I don't know what the fuck the brand is because it's not an Apple, but there's something who gives a shit about Windows.com laptop that they're launching today in Sydney, some brand, and they've got all these influencers being like, tune in for the live stream. No one gives a fuck Why? about a live stream to launch a laptop no one wants Absolutely. to buy. I don't want your discount code for your stupid coffee. Oh, Go away. Honestly. So with all of that out there in the market, I just feel like people love the fact that there's somebody out there who's actually talking about what they are going through. Mm. Because I'm still shocked with mine with this podcast on my socials, that people will DM me and say like, oh, it's so refreshing to hear someone say what I'm thinking. Right? And I'm like, doesn't everyone talk like this? Because this is 100%. the way me and my friends talk every day. Yeah, so but I also don't think mind. I say that much controversial stuff. Oh, neither do I. I actually keep it quite PC because I've realised that my audience is predominantly young females. Right. They're very impressionable. Whatever you say, they'll take it quite literally. So you do okay. have to be careful a little bit. My audience is a little bit older, um, but still female dominated. Mm. And we appreciate fucking everyone off. Do you know what I mean? It lands well that. with that audience. I love we how pick much up and you run. hate Cheryl because I hate Cheryl Cheryl too. needs to just – someone tagged me last night actually in a, um, a T-shirt that says fuck off Cheryl. And it's like you can buy it from this company and they make Why like aggressive shirts. I commented back and I was like we need merch immediately. We absolutely need merch. For Christmas maybe I'll make a whole bunch of merch oh, and we'll do a giveaway. Limited edition. Oh, limited. You We're so Cheek, look at us go. Do. Did you see what CJ Henry did last week with no. her? Um, she did it in New York and she did it in Brisbane. She did these limited edition t-shirts. That's a bit of a weird like a mix, hundred... isn't it? From New York to Brisbane. Yeah, right. Empire I mean, State to the bridge we don't care about. Is that guy still hanging off it? What's happening up. over there? Did you see that? I don't really read the news. He was like a, a climate changer. Yeah, That's right, hanging from a hammock. But he really, the mm. infrastructure was quite advanced. Oh yeah, he was prepared to say that. was like he's just in a hammock. No, no. it's like reinforced, there's cables. Yeah, there's like a Did no one ask any questions when he was there sitting up? I think he's still there. Good for him. Yeah. I mean he's what a view he'd have. For a few days. <laughs> a week earlier he could have caught river fire. Oh. That was poorly planned on his part. He could have literally caught fire. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like hanging from the bridge while all that's explained. He could have literally caught move. river fire. It is a bold move. And look, you know, if you're not going to go all the way and be there and risk your life underneath fireworks, why bother? Get out. <laughs> Honestly, fuck off, you. Cheryl. Take your Crocs, your box die, and fuck <laughs> off. That's what I say. Um, so fabulous. The podcast is amazing. Like I said, you've got to go and listen to it immediately, if not sooner. Um, now, what are we doing today? So I firstly, there was actually a news story that came up and I thought to myself, we're going to chat about this very, very quickly because oh, now I've completely, this is literally how our podcast runs over here. There's it. no preparation. Nothing's- Can I also just preface this by saying I got in the zone today by driving down here listening to Celine Dion. My Thank voice you. is actually a little bit husky. I think I've lost my voice because I Perfect. almost cracked my windscreen mm-hmm. trying to get in on Barbara Streisand and Celine Dion's Tell Him. Oh, Tell Him, yeah. Absolutely. I deafened myself and I nearly cracked my own wind, like, glass in my car, so I'm a bit husky. I feel like water. if you're not going to go at 100%, turn her off. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Because Absolutely. she lives at a level. Um, no one will achieve that level. Spoiler, if but... you're trying to compete with the two queens, you're going to lose. <laughs> you're Just in so trouble. Just so you know, the you know cars I mean? beside you are going to be laughing at you, and I'm fine with that. I'm t- constant in the car series. I'm currently warming up. Michael Bublé is currently defrosting, as the meme has said. Defrosting? No, it's October. He should be thawed by now. Well, no, because I, I like to – well, look, I, I'm – here's my issue, right? Like, I don't want the music to have – any less impact. And right. for me, Christmas is a very important time of year. Oh, me too. So I like a run up in like a like mid November and then it really just, it lifts off. Right. The house transforms, the tree comes in, things happen. And so for me, the green tree happens to be clear. If someone's trying to be like, Oh, look this year. Oh, fucking 
the other day someone tags me. This year you can buy a rainbow Christmas tree. You need to fuck unicorn off. Unicorn trend has officially gone too <gasps> far. If you're buying unicorn Christmas trees. I can't even. If like I'm serious now. If you are on if you're listening and you've bought it or considering buying it, you need to unsubscribe. You need to if you're driving, we don't want you, you need to take a sharp left turn straight into the lake. I'm sorry. Burn in a fire. <laughs> I can't even. Karen, Susan, Cheryl, Christy hyphen Lee, you need to just fuck off. Take your Peugeot and fuck off. I can't. It's just it's truly disgusting. Mm. But anyway, um, I take it very seriously. So I also think like October is still a very stressful time for us in work. When I get into that November period and the carols start playing, just this happiness oh, I emerges. I honestly think I'm solar powered by Christmas carols. <gasps> I have a Christmas That's great. Playlist. I'm stealing that. Yeah, I've been I'm working on steal this. steal that. Solar power. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at yeah. the team. We're stealing that. Pop that down the notes. Some stolen. Social tiles made up. <laughs> I have a Christmas playlist on my Spotify that I've been working on for about six years. Okay. And it's a collaboration of all the best celebrity have you Christmas carols. Can I oh, it's public. sign in? It's 100% public. Wonderful. I will send it Thank to you. Thank you, please. And I've been working on it for a while and it's yep. the creme de la creme of the Christmas carols. Mm-hmm. Did John Legend's album last year make it on absolutely not the entire album oh it can't be the whole album people are just adding whole albums i can't be there there's no thought in that producer courtney um has a playlist of christmas songs and it's it's too high and low for me Uh, one stage you're up there with mariah carey and the next you're like dead in a ditch and it's like it's too it's very (laughs) you know she has some stuff on there it's it's a bit dark for me she likes the dark carol her actual favorite favorite christmas carol is i don't know that carol of the bells is that the name of it that's the name of it um who's that by i don't know the names but um it's on home alone but let oh. me let me play it for you. It's actually we're just playing music like live in here. Carol also, of, plot twist. Delta Goodrum's Christmas album with Human Nature. Woo! Really? Phenom.com. I do love a Human bit Nature of um, really underrated. I think this? John Williams. So it's this. Doesn't that remind you of being a kid? It does, but it's a bit dark, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. I could be a conductor also um, <laughs> as a separate issue. Um, we might update my LinkedIn bio immediately. Um, anywho, Christmas. What a time to uh, – producer Courtney's jumping in. She's just, copped abuse I, and now she wants no, to dive fine, in. It's fine. It's fine. I'll cop it. She's defending herself. Um, but I will though. I've just tuned into your Spotify Christmas playlist. Oh, my God. Playlist. Real time. Leighton Meester is on it. Oh, yeah. She's number Leighton one. Meester. Leighton Meester. She can sing. That girl what? can sing. Did you not know that? No. She's, oh my God, that made it actually, that's, she's part and part why I'm so husky right now. Country Strong. She has two phenomenal albums on there. I also think that maybe in a past life I was a country oh. singer because my voice is very much attuned. So I don't like country, country music. What? I, what what's it's this? It's like country pop. Oh, you're showing me the playlist. Yeah, so you can go down. There's I have like I have five. scrolled with one movement and Celine's name hasn't appeared. So, oh, I'm a little concerned. We'll continue on that. It's all right. I'm about Vanessa to be Wow, you really are. Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Okay, Lady yeah. Lady Gaga. Delta Goodrin. We've landed Justin in Michael Bublé. I love how much he's on here. Christina Aguilera. I've got that. I can oh, see where that's going. Oh, Brittany. Kylie Minogue. Hello. There's about Mistletoe 98. By Bieber. There's about 98 yes. versions of Santa Baby on there. That's fine. I fucking love Bieber's songs. That's so good. Do you know what's actually hilarious? It's my mum's favourite Christmas song is Lady Gaga, <laughs> My Christmas Oh, my trip. God. What? I feel like that's my mum's favourite too because she's a closet sicko. It's so good though, right? What a terrible song but also fabulous. Um, my Christmas it. tree is delicious. Yeah, we know. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Um, it's trying to Whitney Houston. I mean, what a banger. Oh, I've been scrolling place. for an uncomfortably long time without this Celine Dion. Are you sure? I'm it's dead. definitely in there. Yeah, but it's a really slow one. You know how her Christmas songs are a bit... I mean, it, it, so I this is it? Christmas. 
Yeah. Every that's year on, I play it and it's just, that's how you launch into November. That's how I know. <laughs> that's how you wake up on the, Christmas oh, that's, morning. Well, that's, that's how I wake up in November one. mid, you know what I mean? Like on the 20, no, not 20th. It's more about the 15th. Do you know, it's true just, story, I once got pulled over by the police for doing an illegal U-turn and it was October, the end of October, and I was playing Christmas carols on loudspeaker in the car mm-hmm. and he did not breathalyze me. I don't think that there's Celine on that playlist. Can you please confirm? I'm actually very um, offended. Sam, you have a story about getting pulled over by the police <laughs> about <laughs> Christmas carols. This is so weird. So we were going on my annual Christmas light looking tour, if you will, um, where we tour around the Gold Coast and look at the best Christmas lights. <gasps> I love doing that. Oh, prior to my friends having too many children, I used to hire a bus. Yeah. There used to be drinks. It's my own tour. Can we bring that back this year? I think we need to I will immediately. Rent a hotel, bring all the gals down. We might even. Oh, oh it's because it's oh, okay. So what's happened there is you've received it off like a mix album. Um, I like Celine's face to be present. You know, just to be clear, I don't Sorry, want to support I'll, a mix. I'll clear that up next time. Maybe <laughs> R. Kelly and Chris Brown are both on this playlist. Oh, Courtney gets very, very offended taboo. very quickly, so you'll I'm need to. Inclusive. <laughs> it's an inclusive playlist. There's something on there for everyone. Domestic violence. They're well, all they just have Christmas too. <laughs> I know. think it's going to be a very sad Christmas where he's going. Um, so anyway, so I have an annual thing. We will need to bring it back. I think this year I need to brand the side of the bus, but that's okay. Um, I What's my actually, what I'm so excited for this year is a, it's like my Christmas podcast season. I don't even know what we're going to do, but there's going to have to be something. 12 days of Christmas. Well, you just need something. I don't even know what it is. Button push Aaron's going to need to wear a Sanders hat. Like something's going to have to happen to really get to a level. Um, anyway, so we were on my annual tour. This is prior to the bus years. This is when we were just taking our own cars. We'd finished eating um, heavy carbs at an Italian restaurant of because, of course, um, and I was en route to the beginning of the tour. And I pulled out of um, this the place where we were, and I indicated because I always indicate because people who don't indicate are the Cheryls of the world. <laughs> um, and I indicated, but I crossed several lanes. Now I indicated across all of those lanes, and there was nobody in in the lane. What happened was though, because I it was coming off a slip lane, like exiting this little like uh, strip mall, if you will. Um, I came out of that, indicated and crossed before any cars got to me. I accelerated hard, so I was ahead of the cars. It was fine. No one had to hard break or anything. Anyway, one of the cars that was in front was a police officer that was like, behind me, obviously, that saw me do this. So he then flashes lights and pulls me over and is just, honestly, look, I'm not going to go in on police officers did because wrong, I did literally nothing wrong, okay. just to be clear. Um, I can't be sure. And by can't be sure, I mean I have a law degree and I'm 100% sure. I did nothing wrong. They have a quota they need to hit every day, especially <sighs> in December. It's Look, heightened. I'm not going to go in on police officers. love police officers. I also feel like they're underpaid. I feel like the job is shit. I feel like why would you even do it? And the fact that you're out there doing it, you know, you're a 10. Because I really feel like – I will, however, say there are some police officers in the police force who are there because they were bullied in high school and it's their chance. But as a general group, I'm a big fan, right? I think they're underpaid, blah, blah, blah. If you want to call me back on that, don't fucking bother. Um, So anyway, um, these two were a part of the bullying group. Let me confirm. One of them was a lesbian for sure. um, And the other one was just an angry fucker. And he was not even Australian. He had a British accent. He was an import. So like, thanks for that. So then he was you like, sure "They were actual policemen, or were they just dressed up?" Oh, look. I have a police costume. <laughs> I am Maybe not I should just surprised. drive around in my car and pull people over. Literally, just buy the lights. You're good to go. Are you single? So I got pulled over, and they were like, "What are you doing?" Like really, like attitude. And I was like, 
I'm driving along here in my Holden Cruise base model, not lowered with standard wheels, playing Michael Bublé on full force with snacks en route to Christmas carols. If you're looking for a criminal, you haven't I'm found the most him. I'm citizen. sorry, but this isn't it. The only crime sorry, is the lack of chocolate. I mean, driving a Holden Cruise. It was several years. It was okay. a long time ago. Now it was well before. Anyway, so we're driving, pulled over, and they were being very rude. Now at the back of my car. It's actually a running joke with every car I own. Every time it gets damaged in any way, shape, or form, I never get it fixed because I'm fucking useless. I've noticed that your number plate's been smashed in for Yeah, the better months. part of four yeah. years. Oh, yeah. four years. Great um, years. Yeah. Um, to, to be clear, I'm pretty confident that we smashed for someone who dislikes me. But anyway, that's fine. That's another story. Um, so anyway, uh, the back of my uh, Holden Cruise used to be like quite dinted in because I was on the highway once um, and an older gentleman was a fuckwit and drove straight into the back of me at 60 kilometers an hour while I was stationary in the traffic. Um, anyway, so the woman then comes around and she was like, and they would give me a lecture basically about how I come across all these lanes. And they're like, you shouldn't be doing that. But I thought, like, but, but it was legal, but you shouldn't be doing it, but it was legal. Just what you're missing. I was there in the car is that the policeman literally said to Sam, we feel you had intentions of undertaking, but then you saw us. Yeah. I didn't know what undertaking was. Do you know what undertaking is? No. We were all like, so I said, what was that? A crime? You don't yeah. know they, undertaking. They literally you were you like, don't know what that is. Uh, listen, Brit. Told him I, I don't want to hear about maybe it. Maybe committing a crime, but then he did it. Like what? Yeah. You saw us and you stopped. So I didn't commit the crime that I didn't even know existed. Know what? Yeah, you can't overtake the left over someone. I don't even fucking know. Don't call me back about that either because I don't give a fuck, all right? Just fuck off. But apparently I almost broke the law. And, they, and then the woman was like- Did you get booked? No. What are they going to book me for? Nothing. Intent. Oh I'm sorry. Oh, my God. This isn't a crime, like an actual crime. Misdemeanor, traffic, fuck off. And also, like, you're going to come for something. Pull out your speed gun, okay? Like, honestly. Um, Anyway, so that all happened. And the woman comes back around who was, like, investigating my car like I was some sort of cheap hooker on the street, the way she was walking around up and downing the car. And then she's like, how'd you do in the back? More poor driving? Oh, I'm sorry. Judgment from the lesbian with the bad shoes. Okay. Not fucking fair. What? Yeah, okay. I saw the box die as well. Oh, no amount of fucking nighttime darkness could fix that. No. Anyway, uh, like I said, big fan of police. Um, so let's move along um, to the news. What time are we at, Button Pusher Aaron? Oh, it's all right. Um, do we you got have time. A time. Like, do you do time for this? Yeah, because sometimes I get in. Time? No, I don't have to. But sometimes I get in like real deep, and um, it just turns into a really a attack, and <laughs> they're like, "Pull it out!" <laughs> we'll just like wrap it up. Okay, <laughs> so then we pull it out. But um, no, what I was going to talk about today? Have you seen this news about yesterday? I think it was Ellen DeGeneres sat next to George W. Bush at some game I don't care about in the U.S. because it was sport related or adjacent, um, and it was like. Uh, George Bush and his wife, whatever her name is, and Ella Generous and Portia, and um, not the car, the person. <laughs> and um, they were seated there and there's a photo of them and they're like laughing together. And so she's been attacked now because it's like, how dare you sit beside this like warmongering, gay-hating ex-president. Um And she's now responded, but she's just like copying. Yeah, like severe hate on Twitter. People are like outraged that she could be friends with him, outraged she's talking to him like, how disgusting, blah, 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 which is interesting because obviously she's like a strong advocate for the things that she advocates for. Um, thoughts? I Like, to be honest, I have none. <laughs> Just the care factor <laughs> really is Really good for this podcast, but yep. like I know nothing about sport. I know nothing about George W. Bush. Love Ellen and Portia. Huge fan. I'm well, on their side. I'll give you the, ba- the background. So George W. Bush backed a constitutional um, a, a potential amendment to ban gay marriage. 
Um, and then on top of that, you know, he went into Iraq and that under the premise of, you know, weapons of mass destruction. And what they really had was Fantastic. goats. Fantastic. Um, I, I believe they also had sand um, and oh. some hills. No weapons of any sort of description. Did you though. choose this next time? Unless this you game? launched like a goat at someone at a high velocity. Maybe that's mass destruction. Sorry, see, I drew a line there. I can't. <laughs> Love goats. Well, the goats. well, apparently. So anyway, he went in um, under the premise of mass destruction and weapons and all sorts, but um, <clears throat> there was nothing there. So um, people weren't a big fan of him because of that. Um, that. And so now they're sort of saying, like, how dare you sit beside him and therefore sort of endorse him to I an mean, extent? Did she do the ticketing and the seating? I don't think so. Well, she was she was in the box. She certainly wasn't like, what role are we in? Are we B? Could we? Where are my seats? Man, just down the bottom. I don't think she was hot doing nuts, that. Hot nuts. <laughs> I think she was seated in yeah, a very comfortable, um, yeah, it was right. a comfortable a high throne. leather chair, if yeah. I'm honest. It was quite lovely. Um, but, I mean, also, you don't know the context of the laughing. She could have been like, remember that time you bombed a whole country for no reason <laughs> and george would have been like i don't even remember what day it is trying to lighten the mood, to be totally yeah because i don't know that it's fair to hold him accountable anyway because did he even know what he was doing he was being person. told what to do yeah. i don't think he even fucking knew and they're like um september 11th occurred and he's like i'm actually in the middle of a cartoon i need to finish reading it to the children and they're like you can't read george stand up and you think she's responded I did see that she responded and she basically said, fuck off. Um, and I'm there for that because I do what I thought the line, and I don't remember it exactly, but the line, which I thought was very poignant and very Ellen was um, something to the effect of just because I disagree with someone doesn't mean that I can't be friends with them. And also when I say be kind to people, I don't just mean be kind to people that agree with you. And I thought what an interesting take on things. I was there for it. I thought that, you know, in a day when it's like, everyone pretends about let's all be nice to everyone. That isn't the real undertone of the no. world. It's actually just like hate everyone that disagrees with you um, and then post half-naked photos on Instagram. That to me is the undertone of the 21st century. Um, she anyway, is phenomenal. Have you seen the episode of My Next Guest Needs No Introduction with her? No, I have oh not. I haven't watched you any have of to that. Watch it. I don't either, but I watched Kanye's and yeah, I watched I know. hers. This is what literally and they everyone are says. phenomenal. The rest of them, fuck right off. Not, Honestly, yeah, Tina no Fey, I don't even give a fuck. You don't like Tina Fey? I don't. I just. I'm have just you watched Thirty Rock? No. You should get into Thirty Rock because that yeah. writing is great. But I will say that when people say that she carried Alec Baldwin, it's a gross fucking misunderstanding yeah. because Alec Baldwin is a fucking twenty-five. There's a scene where he's wearing a tuxedo and she walks into his office and she's like, "Are you going to a ball tonight?" And he's like, "No, it's after six. I'm not a farmer." <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel oh. that on a spiritual level. Do you know Amazing. what I mean? I love um, no, see, I don't hate her and I don't love her. I'm just like neutral. See. Producer Courtney's got something going on here. Um, I also just wanted to note that like Michelle Obama is like besties with George Bush, and nobody had a problem with that. They're, yeah, that's like, a good truly point. Truly besties. Oh. But you know, I think that's because like these women just rise above the bullshit. I just think also, and I also feel like there's a situation where you know, and and I think it's very much, and I said this before, and you know, we get a bit deep for my podcast, but um, I think that when you look at say Kim and the Donald Trump scenario, and people are like outraged, like he's the president. Um, regardless of everything, um, he can still do things. He's empowered with that. So, like, good on her for being like, cool story, don't agree with all this, but, like, he can still get shit done, so I'm going to go there and use that. He's a big fan of celebrities. I am a celebrity. I'm going to get in there. And you don't. I just think, Absolutely. like... It's smart. Yeah, you can't just be like, fuck everything, like, it's all a disaster. I mean, you know, play with the hand that you dealt, and, like, you know, Great. if you're smart... There you are. Everyone's like, mm, Ellen, what are you doing? Um, she's wildly successful. 
if not the mm. most successful person. On yeah, the and they're in there like tweeting as they're picking up their box diet. It's just like we don't want to hear about it, Cheryl. Just fuck off. Oh, aren't Twitter people? Twitter is just, the most disgusting social oh. media. It is a disgusting place to live. I oh, really, truly. I was once on board with it about seven years ago. I've tried to recently get back on board. Was that when I they can't. actually had users seven years ago? Or yes. Was that okay? Great, I remember Hang now. The money. <laughs> when it was an actual thing. Now it's just like journalists, it is and then the act- just hatred of the world. It's just hatred. It's it just it's very strong. But I just thought it was a very interesting um, news piece because I thought, you know, wow, people are bothered by things. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And just like, what even to go? What I thought was actually great though was that she didn't back down. So to say like, you know, I didn't choose to sit there. That wasn't my decision. She full throat came out and was like, no, he's a friend of mine. And I won't be judged about my friends. Thank you. I'll decide who my friends are. Go fuck yourself. Because she is a queen. Yeah, so true. You know what though? Have you seen her stand up on Netflix? I think I watched half of it. Yeah, great. So um, what happened was you turned it on and then you didn't laugh at any stage until the end when you realised she'd burnt 90 minutes of your time and she made millions and millions of dollars out of it. Um, nothing was funny. Actually, you know what? I didn't watch it. I think I'm getting confused between I Pop watched- Pop it on. Really? It's going to ruin a night. Just pop it on. Your night's mm-hmm. ruined. Nothing's funny. And she's like, hey, what about this joke? Maybe 10 years ago. Nothing's funny about that. Com- comedians, I have so much respect for. See, <clears throat> there's Me the too. husk. Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry, Celine's arrived. Leave the space. Ironically, um, she also has a husk at the moment. She has to cancel a couple of shows. Oh, she, her comedy shows. No, no, no. Oh, Celine. Celine. Sorry. Oh. When I refer to her without name, I'm always referring to Celine, sorry, just to be sorry, clear. Sorry, 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 you know, when I just like pop out and say she's the biggest Celine female of all time, it's just I'm talking about Celine, obviously. <laughs> um, no, stand up comedy, it's it's a hard basket. <gasps> I can't really a get on board with basket. it. There's about two that I like, two Who? comedians. I really like Eliza Schellinger. Is that her name? No idea. Schellinger. She has a Netflix special. She okay. is fucking funny, man. Okay. And who's the other one? See, I don't even really like. Who's the actual train wreck? The famous train wreck? Oh my the God, movie? I have no Amy idea. Schumer. Oh. Amy Schumer. Her second one's yeah. quite funny. The first one I found too far. She's she as really funny as a car full of kids driving off a fucking cliff, if I'm honest. Right. She isn't funny at all. No. Nothing she says is of funny. interest to me. The first one was way too sexual for me. She can literally die in a fire. I honestly have no time for her. And she's like, <laughs> oh my God, here's another joke about the fact that I'm fat. That isn't funny. And then it's like you and your mate, Rebel Wilson, like, I can't even handle it. Are you? Are they eating just for their own comedy? I'm not even sure what's happening. But like, I can't. Like, Amy Schumer stuff is just. It's also not for me. Her latest special. It's very female directed. It, is very it seems. Directed. But I just. I don't find her funny. I can't stand. If you're a comedian and you need to rely on vulgar jokes, fat jokes, things. Like, I just think you're talentless, and you're going for a cheap that's exactly laugh. What they do. There's a podcast about it, and apparently everyone who's a comedian is either extremely depressed, highly anxious has daddy issues. You know, there's like a study done that most comedians have one parent, like one present parent in their upbringing. Yeah, it's wild. That's interesting. What do you think about Jerry Seinfeld? You know what? I never watched Seinfeld. But have you ever so seen I, any of his stand-up? No, I haven't. Oh, I must admit, Phoebe, he's, I mean, I'm a big Seinfeld fan, so I'm yep. biased, but let me tell you, he was in Brisbane whenever that was, and I went, and I've told this story like 18 times, we'll go for 19, button pusher Aaron's going to kill himself in the corner, because <laughs> he's sat in every time Why I've told him it. tell the story? I'm sure he could <laughs> Literally. Um, if he doesn't pipe down, I'm going to tell the story about how he sat in Dwayne Johnson's seat in a minute again. Um, anyway, so we went to Brisbane, and driving up, I literally said in the car to my sister and my dad, I'm not in the mood, I'm, like I'm annoyed that I'm, I've had a annoying day and like I'm not in the mood to laugh like I feel like I'm not going in in the right frame of mind I 
I actually thought Courtney was going to call triple zero at one stage really? that I was going into cardiac arrest. I was unable to breathe Is that good? correctly. Um, the windpipes weren't operational. He had shut them down. Um, but at the entertainment center where it was, you know, you sit in like the tears, obviously like yeah. one up from each other. I was so bent over laughing. I thought the guy in front of me who was bald was going to turn around and say, I can feel the breath on the back of my head and you need to fuck <laughs> off. And that would have been justified because I, the whole time, he is just. The best. But he doesn't swear. He doesn't require nice. anything crude, nothing. He's just funny. Witty. And, yeah, and I Smart. just find that that observational humour is, to me, the funniest. Yeah. But I just find that fascinating when someone can truly be funny without anything. And the ability to tell a story over here and then 10 minutes later come back and drop a joke that relates to that story but you didn't even oh, realise you were setting absolutely. it up. That him and Michael McIntyre, I must admit, was very oh. good. I mean, Michael McIntyre, he's British. Do you know him? No. You would know him if I showed you because he's always on yeah. Facebook, like videos everywhere. Okay. But he is very funny. But he did a show that was about two and a bit hours. And I was like, that's a that's lot. A long you know time. what I mean? He did a, I think he did an and hour and a half. Yeah. I think he did an hour and a half and then there was an intermission and he came back and did another hour and a half. But what was apparently funny was he did an hour and a half of new material and an hour and a half of stuff he's done before. But I was like, wow, that's, that's, pretty crazy like to be able to perform for that sort of amount of time because it's i can't imagine there being any worse situation than stand-up comedy that's tough that's why i did a show at the melbourne comedy festival this year and i was like is this a joke like why am i so good though look at you go but i had two other people on stage with me i went for an hour and a half and i did you were driving it You know what it's I mean? amazing. I made it my own. Do you know what I mean? That's I exactly really right. really took the comedian thing and I ran with it. <laughs> I'd rather, Give I'll do what I want. Give me I ran a marathon. That's what I did We love there. that. Um, anywho, we've talked about many topics, but as always with the guests, what we do is we ask you to bring in, um, and I'm sure you've prepared for this because you've received so much notice, not. Um, we ask you to bring in uh, your biggest or largest or number one first world problem for a discussion. I would like the audience to be aware there is no preparation in this podcast. And I love that. We just roll in and so we just have a chat. Um, I'm not aware of the first world problem yeah. before it walks in the door, but okay. here it is. So I wrote a whole it. massive list, so I'm not sure like oh. how like how deep you really want to go. Do how many is on the list? This list? Yeah. We're talking like five, we're talking like ten. No, there's about five. There's about five. I think you should read all five and we can go back Pick and one see which ones discussion. we think is the go. Okay. That's good. Number one. Yep. When my eyelash extensions are so long, my sunglasses won't fit on my face. I haven't personally had that, but I can imagine <laughs> that would be fucking annoying. Number two, when tall boys date short girls, swim in your own fucking pool. Tall boys, short girls. But see, what about the other way around? Oh. Now, it's hard for me because obviously there's no girl in the situation, but I, I, don't, this is, I don't know even where I'm going with this, but the you know, like, and the people are going to come for me on this and like, this won't land well, whatever. But there's always some, this is more of a female in a gay relationship. Like that's just the situation, yeah. guys. Just letting you in on a tip. Uh, and I feel like that person needs to be shorter. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like how freakishly tall are we talking that this guy is for it to be inappropriate? Because I think well, guys who are short dating girls that are tall, you've got dad issues. You've got oh, mom issues. You've got life said, issues. But also that girl. Are you just settling girl? Like... Well, Am you know, she's Jack and the Beanstalk and she's taking what she can get. <laughs> <laughs> she's picking it off the tree. I she don't know. She ain't feeling cute, that's for sure. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's she's got to be. in charge. Yeah, I don't know. It I might mean, be a power play thing. I just struggle because I'm a, I'm quite a tall girl. Right. And I have dated very tall boys in the past, which I like, but I get really angry when I see a, a short or a mm-hmm. moderately 
you know, average girl Heighted. walking down the street with a really tall guy because there's not that many tall guys out there. Right, so you're saying you need the tall guy back I need the fuck the tall off. Guys. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, so what is your the pool? distance do like you think? Yeah, what is the what is the allowable distance, if you will, between the two? Like what you know, like if you're yeah. six foot, what is the guy have to I mean six foot is very tall. If you're five foot seven, what is the guy six foot is the maximum? What sort of range are we talking? I would date someone the same height as me. Okay. I think the same height is yeah, fine. that's totally I fine. just think when there's a clear disparity, I don't really know. It's just for me. I couldn't date someone taller than me. Yeah, right. I just couldn't do it. I it just isn't for me. I someone That's very tall. I had a sore neck a lot of that time. Can't imagine. But I felt small and cute. I hope not the only thing that was person. sore was someone <laughs> six foot three, if I'm honest. <laughs> I don't know where this podcast is going. We've taken it to all new places. I hope you have an explicit warning. <laughs> we have many explicit warnings. Love we need that. to like add ones in between, I think, sometimes. Although I had a woman actually DM me this morning and love her to death. Let's find her name. I never mentioned people's names on here, which is bad, but I should. Peak Conditioning Fit on Instagram. She messaged me this. Fucking inappropriate, but my kids listen to it with me and it's fucking gold. I'm in my podcast. Oh my God, I love that. Good for you. She did caveat Peach that with. They're young. Absolutely. P.S. They are teen boys, not little fuckers. Good for fucking you. What's your actual name? Because that's not Kate. Good for you, Kate. Fuck everyone who's like, it's not appropriate. It is appropriate. I am dealing education here. Absolutely. What are you learning in school? Trigonometry? Fuck off. Community. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Um, okay, so that's interesting. Button. Pu- I'm just going to poll the room. Button yeah, push, Aaron. Could you date a girl that was taller than you? No, that's a no. Courtney, yeah. could you date a guy that's shorter than you? No. So it does stick. Side, but no. is there a limit? Could, are they too tall, Courtney? I don't, I don't think I'd care if they're too, I mean, like. Obviously, like tall. seven foot, like there's fucking problems. I understand. <laughs> yeah, like the world's tallest man, maybe not. But they're walking into everything as they walk past. It's like, okay, it's Can't enough. Fit into a car. You still need to be able to get on <laughs> like, an aeroplane. I feel like as a girl, I'm looking for like six foot plus. I agree. Yeah. Hey, dog, is there a, is someone that could be too short? Midget. Okay, well, that's fair. Like, I. Yeah. I, I think little person is uh, okay. I don't call me fucking person. back. All right? I don't know the names. I'm not insensitive. I just don't know the, the names. I think it's little person. Okay, that's all right. We'll take with that. Like then. Kardashians are like five one five two. That's fine. Sure. Okay, <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> okay, five, also, Aaron's also like, if it starts with the Kardashian. I'm I'm also. <laughs> that's another condition apply. We love that. Um, oh my god. Me too. I'll turn back if it starts with the Kardashian. Do you know what I mean? Um, okay, that's interesting. Okay, what have we? I've already said well, you're out of the room. I, I said um, I couldn't date someone that was short. Uh, sorry, that was taller than me. Couldn't couldn't go there. That's not for me. I need to. But I, again, what I said before, there is someone that is more on the the more dominant side. I think in most gay relationships, and and again, I think that's the taller person. I think we could means. describe that Absolutely. for all your relationships, Sam. The more dominant side. Correct. <laughs> um, thank you very much, producer Courtney. <laughs> I mean, she pops in every now and again. Occasionally, she throws me right under the fucking bus, but that's okay. Uh, All right, thank you, great. Um, it could have got awkward if Ben listened to this podcast, but he fucking doesn't. So, what's the difference? Fantastic. I was Support. like, "Do you want to come on?" He was like, "No," and I was like, "Okay, well then I'll just slay you." It's like my mom. And then he, the first episode came out, and I was like, "Oh, what'd you think?" And he was like, "It was really great." And I was like, "Could you point out specific points in it that you liked? Specific comments? Could you give me timestamps? Could you give me examples?" And he folded like the cheap chair that he is. So I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Why don't you just fuck off? So now me that's and all my friends on the you, Oh yeah. Now me and all my friends on the podcast talk shit about him constantly and Absolutely. he has no idea. Fantastic. No fucking idea. Fantastic. But if his friends are listening, we'd like to keep it in the group. Okay. <laughs> um, relationship tips, slide <laughs> yeah, <that's>, <laughs> Oh my god, so last night literally, this is the stupidest story ever. 
we, we had someone that came and met with us yesterday who has a dating app. Anyway, so as part of like I research, I needed to go in and look at the dating app, um, like to see how it worked and whatever. Anyway, so as I was going through, I didn't really think about it. I was just signing up and adding like, here's my profile photo, here's my name. <laughs> anyway, the, the middle, I'm like in the middle of this dating app, and I was like, well, my name's in this, <laughs> so is my face. So I like messaged Ben and was like, just so you're so aware, you know. I'm on a dating app. <laughs> it's market research. You're fine with what? <laughs> So was, he's in Perth at the moment. So that's great. Oh, good. He, wouldn't um, have seen it he wouldn't have seen it, but I just feel like it's like a screenshot st- as a text message, and someone's on the like, Gold "He's on there." Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That would have ended up on the front page of the Daily Mail. Hundred <laughs> percent. We love that. <laughs> um, okay, what else you got? What else do I have? Oh, I feel like you'll be very on board with this one. Okay. When the Uber Eats people message you and tell you they're downstairs outside your apartment when you've specifically said deliver it to level fifteen, apartment two hundred five. Um, can we visit you at home now? <laughs> Didn't tell you what street. We'll put that in the private Facebook See, group if you're this, trying to visit I me. I feel home. so passionately about this because yes. I don't get Uber Eats on the reg, right? Oh, I am health. Okay, as you, as I, you would I say. am health, but I still have Uber Eats on the reg. <laughs> <laughs> so when I get it, yes. I really fucking need you it. You go in. Last week, I was vomiting for 24 hours after okay. a big night at El Camino. Don't get bottomless fucking margaritas. It is a dumb, dumb idea. Bottomless margaritas. Mm. Fishbowl margaritas, sorry. Oh. oh. Not a good time. Anyway, Chic. I ordered Uber Eats the next day. I could not move from my What did bed. you order on Uber Eats? You know what's really fucked up? What is that? I ordered sushi. That's okay. what I crave when I'm hungover because it's salty. Yeah, I are, we, are we filming this? Because my face then was clear. <laughs> um, You made that out like you were going to be like, I got this dirty burger. I got sushi. I got some sashimi and I got some raw salmon <laughs> and I had some, like, fuck you, okay? Did I get it though? Because it didn't make it to my apartment. And he messaged me and he was like, I'm downstairs. And my building is like, a lot of rich people live in that building. So you don't want to walk the hallways. Looking, looking like a like train wreck. <laughs> looking like the scum that I am. Right. And I was like, I'm not coming downstairs. Yep. And he was like, well, I'll just drop it on the letterbox. I was like, no, no. He you said come what? inside. You come in. I oh, buzz no. you in. You come oh, up no. the lift and you bring it to my door. Absolutely. We actually no. just, we discussed this on a podcast a few weeks ago. I should discuss it regularly. We should start at the top of every episode. I am very clear with my drivers. And I am sometimes charitable. And what I will do is I'll extend my arm outside my door to oh, receive that. But nice. sometimes I will stand inside and they will need to human. reach to exact the door frame. Because I think, fuck sometimes you. I'll direct them to my bedroom <laughs> and I'll make yeah. them put it on my When lap, I say the, the door, <laughs> you bring it to the motherfucking door. You know what I mean? And I have a, my house is um, 14, I think it is. 14 and next door is 14A, right? Oh. which is a stupid system. I don't understand what's happened there. But so when I put in my address as 14 and then they call me and I answer and they say the same shit. Are you 14A or 14B? No, fuckhead. What I put into the app was 14. So do you know what number I am? I'm 14. Do you know what's funny about that? It's in the app. Do you know why? Because I live at 14. <laughs> Not 14A. If I lived at 14A, I would yeah. have told you. And there is no B. You complete fucking moron. So... <laughs> I really just have no time for that. But um, what I will say is that if you're an Uber Eats driver, sort your shit out. Does Uber Pull Eats rate you the same way that normal Uber does? Who gives a fuck? I've never looked at that because I got really competitive trying to get my Uber score up because it was embarrassingly I had mine reset. How do you do that? I knew someone at Uber. It was pretty bad, Phoebe, if I'm honest. It was a real George Bush Iraq moment. I mean, it was devastation. But how low was it? Because I said mine on air last week and everyone (laughs) was was like, how do you even get it that low? It's when you get an email and they say, like, you need to sort yourself out. (laughs) 
Stop it. Yeah, I read it and I was like, are you fucking serious? Tell me, you have Dial, to tell me. Dial, hello. <laughs> because when I'm in America, it happened in America, I'm sure. Oh, so two incidences, right? I don't know why I'm doing on both hands. Now I'm an Asian <laughs> tourist. Um, two incidences. Well, sorry, two circumstances. One's an incident, one's a broader situation. I don't like, when I'm in the US particularly, I'm working between, so I only really use Uber when I'm traveling because I don't, I drive at home. But when I'm traveling and I'm usually working, I need to work in the back of cars. I can't be having a chat. And especially in California, especially LA. They rate you lower for working and not talking to them. Well, uh, sometimes you get me on a bad day, Phoebe. You know, and so I then they're sort of like, "Oh, how's that weather today? <laughs> Where are you from?" Listen, bud, I have a job that doesn't involve driving around all day, and I need to do it so I can afford to take this nicer car and not be in the back of someone's Hyundai. Okay, so just fuck off. Oh, you're black. Um, always when always. available. Always when available because they're a professional. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you get like that are person. Are they though? Because they're ranking you pretty low. Well, they did, and then you know what happened? I got reset. <laughs> So what, like, what do they reset so you like, to? Like a five. Step. What? Yeah. Does everyone start on a five? Yeah, and then you come down. You don't go up. Right. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Then the other time was, which I almost started, and look, I've never actually publicized this, and I said that I wouldn't, but, you know, pff, call me back. Um, <laughs> I was in Sydney once, and I took an Uber to dinner, and I was going to a restaurant, and I was staying in the city, and I was going to a restaurant. I was in the back of the car with Ben, and I was in an Uber Black, and we were going, and the driver was... I mean, I, I'm reticent to say it because I don't have the fact, all of the facts, but I believe the driver to be a Muslim gentleman. Um, anyway, we were driving and we were talking in the back. It was the time when the gay marriage debate was on and Ben and I were talking about gay marriage, blah, blah, blah. And I was, as always, being like, it's fucking stupid, like whatever I was saying. And the whole gay marriage debate bothered me because I hated how the arguments were being played from both sides. I felt like there was no intellect in how it operated. So I didn't appreciate the whole situation. Anyway, we were talking about that. We got, I didn't talk to the driver because I never do. We got there, we went inside, whatever. The next thing, I get an email from Uber. Hi, Sam. You need to make sure that when you travel in an Uber that you're uh, conscious of the driver and their feelings and fucking blah, 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 because sometimes conduct is inappropriate. We have left a note on your account and we will monitor it in the future. So I wrote back and said, I would like a detailed account of what the conduct was that was said because I know exactly what was said in that car. I know what the entire conversation was because I received the email while I was at dinner. Anyway, so then that happened. They wrote back and they were like, you can calm down, Sam, it's fine. Like generic operator fucking number three. You can calm down, Sam, it's fine. It's just a note for the future. Let me tell you, calm down. Oh, I hit the fucking roof. Managing director of Uber Australia, immediate phone call, 10 o'clock at night. And I said, this driver isn't off this fucking platform by 9 a.m. tomorrow morning you will be reading about it in the newspaper. I will use everything I have. Let me tell you, I hit the fucking roof. This piece of shit gone. I had confirmation within the hour. Do you know how powerful you are? Well, look, in that situation, I tell you, (laughs) I was just like, I am not having a bar of this. Sometimes I'm like, this person should be off because they really were frustrating. But this was a different level. I was just, because I think the most annoying part of that was that, and I know that this is ridiculous, but at the same time, like there is, you're my driver, and especially when I'm buying an Uber Black, you're a professional driver. Absolutely. In this circumstance, what is being discussed in the back of the vehicle is confidential. It's you know you should be staying out of it. Now, obviously, you're hearing it. I understand that you're not going to block your ears, but it is private. Um, and you know sometimes I take business calls where things are discussed that can't be shared. Isn't it the same uh, as like doctor-patient confidentiality? It should be. It should be enshrined in law. But um, I just think that you shouldn't be listening to what I'm saying. 
it should just be noise to you. You should be doing what you're doing and you shouldn't be listening. So the fact that he Carl was Stephen listening. Carl Stefanovic this season. <laughs> he was in a taxi, wasn't he? I thought it was Uber. Oh, was it? Or was it Uber? I don't, maybe he was a cheap one, got an X. Probably deserved it. Um, do you know what I mean? I just feel like in that circumstance, like they shouldn't be listening to your conversation and what's being said. Not. And it bothers me from a professional standpoint more than it did that the fact that it was gay marriage and that it bothered him because like, who gives a fuck? But anyway, so um, he no longer drives for Uber. Thanks, fucking loser. Get out of my life. So yeah, I had to have a reset. Ooh, awkward. I don't imagine Uber Eats is rating. Really I tell you what though, the other day I had Uber Eats um, and I didn't order sushi. I ordered McDonald's. <laughs> I tried. All I wanted was a fucking big shake and they don't, or they don't bring McDonald's to my house. Oh, they don't bring it to this office either. So what A-Dog does is he sends it to our old office and then he messages me. He's like, oh my God, I put the wrong address in. Sorry, it's just down the road though. And then they come here. And they come here. Yeah, A-Dog's all over it. Um, oh. So I had it brought the other day and they I ordered four sauces, sweet and sour sauces, yeah. because Peanuts. I need appropriate sauce distribution to the nugget and Oh the my God, thank you, Jesus. That was one of my next points. Here it is. So I had four sweet and sours. I don't want any of your other sauces, no. just sweet and sour. Yeah. So I ordered four. I then ordered two Big Mac sauces because I'm going through a bit of a moment with a chip in the Big Mac sauce. Tasty. Um, what about chip in the Big Shake? Oh, yeah, I'm there for it. I'm absolutely there for it. The only thing that annoys me is that I don't feel like a McDonald's chip is thick enough to no, play that game. Yeah, I like a chip, not a fry. Yeah, I'm with you. So it arrives. Um, and Phoebe, what wasn't in the bag? Sweet and sour sauce. Or Big Mac sauce. <gasps> if you want to charge and me 50, 50 fucking cents... cents her sauce, which is un-Australian oh at its core. God. And what? then for the Big Mac, and then it doesn't arrive. Now, here is the issue I have with Uber, right? Everything's automated until the driver calls you. Yeah. We're not allowed to call you, though. You can't, No one can speak to Uber. So I then go back to them, and I'm like, the whole order is to be refunded. And then they contact me, and they're like, no, just the sauces were missing. No, sweetheart. Have a seat. Let me educate you on the world. I can't eat this without The whole sauce. thing is pointless now. Absolutely. And you know what? My cheeseburger's ruined as well. And because I wanted to sit down. To exactly. Your expectations. Massively high. And do you know what? It isn't my first fucking rodeo. Do you think I walked in and I was like, I wonder what this would taste like? I wonder what this. No, no. I knew what to order. I knew how to eat it. I know the order. If okay. you've seen order that specific, fulfill it. Just deliver on the goods. Do you know what I mean? And then it just. Uh, and so they were like, we can't refund the whole order. And I was like, in fact, you can. Um, in fact, you will be. Uh, in fact, I'll never be speaking to you again, you scumbag. This is treasonous. Like, I should be able to call a government department about sauce not being included. Absolutely. I should be calling them about it being 50 cents as well. But, like, if you want to charge 50 cents, I'll pay it. But put it in the fucking... Do you know what? Like, I'm sure someone's going to be like, I work at McDonald's and you don't even understand what the pressure is. My oh, don't call me. But let me tell you this. This is it. You get a list and it says fucking burger. Fucking fries, fucking drink, fucking sauce. I'm sorry, but if you You're can't, scaring me a bit right now. If you can't follow a list and put it in the motherfucking bag, you don't deserve a job. You need to fuck off. Change You're not yourself. getting the doll either, because you won't be smart enough to fill out the forms. I'm telling you, it's in a list, <laughs> and you just go down the list. One times burger. We need Check. a burger in the bag. One times chips. I need a chips. Oh, I should clarify, large. Sorry. Um, <laughs> one, two, do you know what I mean? Like, put it in the bag. Thousand percent. And you know, just do a check. Do you know, open it. Is it in there? I do the check when there's a drive-through, and I open more it. Disappointing. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just. I mean, we. This is an episode. We should pop it down. We should, we should. just talk about sauce for all episode. Um, it's like when they deliver you Asian food without chopsticks, and you're like, "How am I supposed to eat this with a fucking oh, fork?" Do you know what I hate when I go to an Asian restaurant and there's chopsticks on the table, and they say, "Do you need a fork?" <laughs> Excuse me. 
Do I need a fork? No, I don't need a fork. I can I use chopsticks. Yeah, thank you. I know what I'm doing. It's full scale meltdown in the production department here. Everyone's like, you put on an accent because they were Asian. That's what they sound like. It's not me. I don't know what you want me to say. Uh, sorry, sorry. They can do all sorts of. I mean, I sound like a fuckwit as well. Do you know what is. I haven't actually told the story yet. This episode is way too long. Anyway, I actually do these. I was just in China for 48 hours and returned. While I was in China, and this is a literal true story, and I'm going to tell this maybe on the You Can podcast with Emily Sky because it's also fucking hilarious, but I was meeting with some people. Um, some of these people I um, speak with on you know email models. They know who I am. Um, this girl, who um, Chinese girl who handles my account over there for one of my um, businesses, she literally at lunch did an impression of me. <gasps> in front of you? She asked for permission to see if I would be upset. How she asked for permission was the funniest thing you've ever heard in your life because I didn't have all the words. But she asked for permission to do a, a takeoff of my rants. Was it good? Oh, she was dead on. Dead on. Did you so it? I didn't. I, I, I didn't know what well, was going I didn't know what was going on. But and she was like, sometimes you do it in the office. And I was she, just like You have made it. Good for how you. How did you feel? <laughs> I was just like, what do you mean is Could she said something like the obviously the English was broken, but she said something sort of to the effect of like um, I'm sorry. Will you be? No, 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 not the, not the import, but that was oh. 100% on. No, when she was asking for permission, it wasn't kind of clear what she was doing because right. she didn't obviously know how to say impression or yeah. take off. So when she asked, I didn't kind of know what she was going to do. I didn't really know where she was going with it, but she basically was saying, would you be unhappy? And I was like, unhappy about what? And she was like, about you. And I was like, I, I won't be unhappy about anything. I'm good. Don't worry about it. Like, it takes a lot to offend me. Um, but I don't know what we're doing here. And the next minute she launches into a full-scale impression of me at You've lunch. You've got international. It's so funny. You need translators. So anyway, my point is this. she Like, full-scale came for me, um, and she had, like, the accent. She had the whole thing on. And I'm not offended by it because that's what I sound no. like. It's fine. It's all I move on. I would froth for someone to do an impression of me. <laughs> Producer got left the room. She's so outraged. Um, <laughs> anyway, we need to wrap it up because we've been really going on. But, like, we're a 10 and just deal with it. <laughs> So what we do with all of our guests is we ask the same questions oh and then you just got to answer it. It's just snappy. It's just okay. fast. Just get into it. Pepsi or Coke? Pepsi Max. Disgusting. Get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> Immediately, if not sooner. I know. Like, and I'm sitting here drinking <laughs> sparkling water and I know how you feel about it. Your mum was like, do you want to steal a sparkling? I was like, ooh. That's the sort of guy I am. When people are like, you're horrible. I am offering sparkling in my oh, office. It's like Voss, it. though, to it's be inclusive. fair. Um, we still keep it standard. Um, what comes to mind when I say Celine? Dion. Oh, that's nice. I like that. <laughs> because I'm of all time. What's your favorite? Well. Actually, I've been meaning to ask you this. What's your favorite? We Celine don't have time Dion for this. Song? We don't have time for this. Okay. I can see the time sure, here. Sure. Look, there. Are, it's a triaged moment. There's subcategories. There's folders. It's, yeah, right. Do you know someone's desktop when they save everything to the desktop? Mine. That, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what. Your brain that's for my. Young. Yeah, it just doesn't know what to I do. I just need to say that I forgot about the power of love until we <gasps> drive down here. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? And like when she opens that as her second song at her live shows from Vegas from two thousand and eight, two thousand and she did it to sixteen, and then she changed up slightly. But anyway, um, when she does that song live, it's just, there's a note she hits that only she can hit. I feel like mm. it sits in this this like, but you know, there's Lame that. Song. But it depends on the day yeah, because yeah. I do like I drove all night. Oh, that's okay. a real banger. But then when she sings Hearts Alone, and then she 
she's like heart who because your version was shit and I've nailed it. Um, that really was a 10. But then also like every now and again, if you want a live, my heart will go on. I don't like the recorded version, but the live version, oh, That's you should nice. look it up on YouTube when she sings it for the children something. What's I it called? Do it. I can't, I the can't children even something. Watch the Titanic anymore. I gotta turn it off. It's too much. It's too much. It's a 10 out of 10. Let's proceed. Um, who would you want to get stuck in a lift with? <gasps> oh, my God. You don't have to say me. It's fine. <laughs> For some reason, that's the first thing that came to mind. I don't know why. Oh, too oh true. Oh, my God. Stop. Sophie Monk. Sophie Monk. Yeah, I'm Love trying to get that. on the podcast. <gasps> Sophie, She's if you're listening. Fab. Sophie, yeah, we'll take her up a storm. Definitely. She's fab. Love she her to is death. She She's just so her too. I just There's feel no like bullshit. you would just be able to have such a chat with her. She'd try and get out too. Okay. I'm sure of it. Absolutely. She'd have a way. She'd have a, you know, it wouldn't work, oh, but she'd have, she'd have absolutely. a go. Good for the her. Content, imagine. Um, most famous person you've ever met? Sam Megan. Hi, welcome. There we go. Let's move <laughs> right along. <laughs> Let's not ruin the answer any further. Fave Insta you think people should follow? Do I say it again? Sam Mankin. Your friends <laughs> are just so good. Who else you got? Default me. Okay, sure. What else you got? Who else do I follow on Instagram? I don't know. I really fundamentally hate Instagram influencers. No, oh, I know. It's not I good, is it? And do you know what I'm so offended at? The other day, um, we, I did my first week of radio, Humble Brag oh, March. And yes. we got a caller as we were wrapping up the week, our final yes. week. So it was the last five minutes. The producer screened the call. She sent a little note through. Guys, take this call on air. He's really nice. And my co-host, Shad Wicker, has been on Breakfast Radio for about eight years. He's phenomenal. So right. he's got a huge fan base already. Mm-hmm. The guy basically called up. We put him to air. He was like, Shad, you're amazing. Love you long time. Phoebe, love you too. Have no idea where you came from. But Googled you. You're an Instagram model. Good for you. Go, girl. And I was like, excuse me? And Shad was like, calm down. That was a compliment coming from him. No. No. So now I'm really seriously considering it. the way I'm presenting myself on Instagram and wondering what I'm doing wrong. What's in your bio? I mean, sure like it says on air. I mean, yes, there are bikini sure shots, I'm a professional. but like bikini pics get the clicks. You know what I mean? I mean, they do get the clicks, but also like I don't. I mean, there's not that much bikini stuff going on. No, I think the it's balance harmless. is fine. It's like I'm on air. I'm, I'm doing something. I mean, people just need to fuck off. Um, all right, what are we else here? Um, well, let the listeners know where they can follow you. Now that we're on Instagram, <gasps> chat about K-B-A-C-P. it. We love What is that? Everyone always asks me that because I used to – I started out in magazines. So I – um, Oh, ACP. Shop you drop. No, everyone was like – because it used to be owned by ACP. Yeah. You know, the magazines before Bow bought them. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, my God, you're so lame making that your Instagram bio. I was like, it's my initials, you dipshit. Phoebe Ann Christina Aguilera Parsons. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting there fast Aguilera, in my head. take it out. That's not – I just like to say that because it goes with Christina. You know? Absolutely, yeah. We love that. Okay, fabulous. Mm. Well, that makes sense then. Now we get it. Make sure you're following her immediately, if not sooner. Um, make sure you're in the private Facebook group. Like, set that shit up on Facebook. People are posting on their weekends things that annoy them. We're having great discussions in there. It's a safe place. I don't even think I've joined that group. <gasps> Join immediately. We're it. such great people in there. You know, yeah. people are posting stuff, just outrageous things that occur to them over the weekend. Someone from my team the other day went to breakfast. They ordered the exact same, two of the same breakfast, <gasps> them and I a friend. I saw that. What One even? egg versus two. Yeah, but that got posted in the private Facebook group. A lot of comments. You know, people get involved in the discussion. It's Love great. That. It's a safe space. It's a community. Um, it really is. I said that I will post in there the picture of the worst designer item I've ever purchased, which is my shoes. I haven't done it yet, but I will. That's coming soon. We love you all the most. Thank you for joining me, Thank Phoebe. you for having me. Fabulous time. And, uh, you know, stick around for another episode at some stage in the near future. Could be the Sometimes Daily Show. May not be. Maybe the next <laughs> Wednesday show. Who fucking knows, all right? Love, Love you the most. See Good you then. Season on everything. <laughs> Bye.